Hello. Welcome to the communication solution. And we've got a question from one of you that have sent in. This is obviously Casey Jackson, Tammy Calais. We're with IFIOC. And we're here, obviously, to provide the communication solution that's going to truly change your world like it's changed ours. So Absolutely. So our question is from Rachel. She's here in the Pacific Northwest. Okay. And um, she asked, she, in her role, works with people that she's constantly kind of checking in on them and how they're doing in relation to um, their job search or getting to school. And so her question is, how do I start the conversation, am I wise, when I'm just checking in with them. Okay. Well, the good thing like I like these conversations is it helps you also be aware of is am I the right method of communication in that moment in time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's an MI conversation, sometimes it's not an MI conversation. This conversation is MI based because it's behavior change based. Mm -hmm. So uh, what I always think of is any question people ask, I'm going to look at it through an MI lens. So the, the disclaimer I always put is it doesn't make it right, it doesn't make the perfect solution, but this is how you look at it through motivational interviewing. So MI may or may not be the best or most effective method in those situations. I'm hugely biased. So I think in those situations, motivational interviewing is the most effective yeah. strategy. I, I think about, we've talked about multiple times about Focus Mountain. Mm -hmm. um, and what I think of when we're looking at long-term sustained behavior change, this is that balance between the top of the mountain and the forest through the trees. Mm -hmm. So when you're talking about job search, when you're talking about are they going to school, are they following through on classes they're supposed to take, or whatever the treatment plan is, if they've been going to meetings, whatever the plan is, um, is you're always helping the individual put that in the context of the top of the mountain. Their brains are not always thinking of that at the forefront, yeah. but if you are skilled at motivational reading, that should be at the forefront of your brain anytime you're talking about any conversation with an individual that's behavior change based. Okay. In, so when I sit down with Tammy Calais, in my brain, I need to know what are two or three of Tammy's core operating values. Yeah. And I should know that from day one, from the very first time I met you, when I'm doing the engagement process in motivational interviewing, I want to make sure I understand what your worldview is. Mm -hmm. And once I understand your worldview, what I want to do next then is understand what are your core operating values. Okay. When I understand what your core operating values are, then when I start to look at those trees to help you get to the top of the mountain, yeah. what are some of the trees you're getting caught in, that has to do with school. That has to do with job search. That has to do with those things. So what so, I tend to want to do is get hyper-focused in those things yeah. as a professional. But in an MI perspective, I want to look at how are those trees lining up and how is your behavior lining up. So that's the strategy in my brain. What I want to elicit with you or reflect mm -hmm. is about your process that you're doing to make sure that you know why you're doing what you're doing. That it's yeah. not just about those things. It's about like if it's job search, if it's about school, it's... How are these things lining up with the financial security that you ultimately want through employment or through education? Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. So if, if I'm interpreting it correctly in my brain, it's taking the conversation from, hey, just checking in on how your job search is going, which is a pretty direct question, to then taking the conversation on, yeah, I know last time we talked about how you wanted to be a great provider and contributor to your family. Yes. So how is that process going for you? Is, is it kind of like that? That's exactly it. Yeah. So it's not focusing on the tree so much, which is the job search and the school. It's focusing on their why, their yes. values. And, and think about this. So we'll take, we'll take this context, and I love putting this into real terms that we all can relate to. Because not yeah. everybody works with people on employment or works with everybody going to school. True. So what I think of is, I, I always take the ones, you know, we, we over talk about this, but I always talk about kind of diet and exercise. Because most of us in the 
at least in mainstream American culture, are hyper-obsessed with health, exercise, nutrition, mm -hmm. or the lack of it, uh, depending <laughs> on who we're talking to. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> depending on what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, so from that perspective, what I always think of with when we're talking about the specifics, so if I'm your health coach yeah. or if I'm your personal trainer, if I'm checking in with you to say, okay, did you get this many miles in today? Yeah. Did you get these things done? It Right. You feel... I instantly go, Ooh. <laughs> I didn't get that done. Yeah. Now I feel this guilt and almost a little bit of shame, actually. Exactly. And what's one way you can avoid? There's two ways you can avoid having that feeling. Okay. One way is make sure you're getting it done. Oh, yeah. The second way is to avoid talking to me about it. Fact. <laughs> I would probably choose option number two. Oh, that's Casey. Yeah, it's oops, decline. Yeah, not home. That's um, a really good point. You just avoid those people. Absolutely. Because you're like, I'm not ready to deal with that. Right. And and so when you're talking about this, why Rachel's question is a great question, because as professionals, we do want to check in on those things. Yeah. But you want to put it in context. So think of the difference between if I'm saying, okay, Tammy, you said you're going to do yoga four days this week. You said you're going to run at least a mile four days this week. There's nothing wrong with me checking in. But what I want to do is I want to make sure that you're focused before I get into the planning piece of it or yeah. in the activities. So in, in the way that we look at the four processes at IFFC, it's engage, focus, plan, and then pursue that. Yeah. Um, or evoking and planning that, that process. And so what I want to do is I want to make sure you're focused. This is just my version of motivational interviewing that we teach and train at IFFC is I want to make sure you stay focused every time I review plan. And every time I review plan, I want to attach that back to the top of the mountain for you. So what I can say is, you know, one of the reasons, you know, you and I have been working together so much, Tammy, is because not only do you want to get healthy for health reasons, mm -hmm. but there's a thing about being pregnant, there's a wedding coming up, there's things you're thinking about for your long-term health that's been really important to you, mm -hmm. and you want to do some stuff around running a little bit more and doing some stuff around yoga. I just am curious where you've been with that. That's, that is so good because, again, you're not focusing on how's the running going. You're, you're reminding, it's almost also kind of reminding me, um, because we've talked before, right. of the things that are truly most important to me and focusing on that. And then that, that was the plan to get there was the running. That's exactly it. Yeah. And then when we're done with that conversation and you're saying, well, you know, I didn't get on run as much as I want to, but I've been hitting yoga every single day. Yeah. Um, and the thing that I noticed is the more that I have ran and the more that I've been doing yoga, I find myself wanting to eat more clean. Mm -hmm. I just notice that myself. My response as the professional to keep you focused then is to say, you know what, this makes so much sense because your health has been so important to you. Mm -hmm. um, not just from a physical perspective, but from an aesthetic perspective, from a physical perspective. It just makes sense you're starting to pay attention to your nutrition now too. Yeah. So that's my way of keeping you focused. Still and, hearing about the plan, but keeping you focused. And not just praising or approving exactly of what, what you just chose to do. Because again, we've talked about this before, but if you approve or praise, and then now I know where Casey stands and next time I don't go on a run or go to yoga, guess also who I don't want to talk to. <laughs> Doesn't want to talk to me about it. That guy. That's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's it. Gosh, that's so fascinating. Yeah. And this yeah. is why when, when Rachel's asking about this, we do want to check in. I do want yeah. to find out what you're doing with your exercise. I do want to find out about those things. But when it feels like I'm holding you accountable to the plan and this is what every profession is trained to do, like, let's check on the plan. Have you made progress towards the plan? Can we check off oh that gosh. plan yet? Oh, my gosh. Right. And then we wonder why people don't want to come in and see us or they don't give us all the information that they should give us that would be helpful for us in our professions. 
the, we just set up these unintentional dynamics. This way it stays a person-centered process. We're using affirmations exactly what you talked about, when your behavior lines up with what your values and your goals are. And I don't have to feel as pressured to hold you accountable for that. Yeah. Because again, we, we've talked about focus mount multiple times. We talk about values a lot. The whole construct of motivational interviewing is what is her motive? Tammy's motive is not to get up and run every day. That is not her motive. Definitely not, <laughs> in case you were curious. Her motive is to be healthy or have quality of life yeah. or physical health yeah. that really allows her to be the person she wants to be as a mother, as a wife, as a friend. Mm -hmm. That's what's important. So if I keep you focused on that, that is your motive. Running is not the motive. And so motivational interviewing is staying focused on what's the ultimate value and goal and then checking in on those things that Rachel asked about to see are those lining up with who you want to be. And again, the beauty in this process that I love about it is it takes the onus off me because I'm not trying to hold you accountable. I don't even need to hold you accountable. Yeah. But think about how wonderful it would be if every one of us had a life coach yeah. or just a person that every morning that was on our mirror, I mean, that's why people have vision boards and have their little sticky notes on their mirror because it's the one thing about what do you value and what's important to you. And just think that if you had a professional that when you interfaced with them, they're kind of like your vision board or keeping you clear about who you want to be. It really, fundamentally, what we talk about in motivation, eliminates the resistance and discord, keeps the individual focused, and keeps the motivation higher. So this is why... Rachel's question is a great question. We can always check in to see where people are at in their progress. Where are they at in climbing the mountain? But it's our responsibility to kind of step back so they can see the forest through the trees yeah. and then drop back into the trees and make sure their behavior lines up with how do we get to the top of that mountain. I've had several just like brain firings happening over here. Good. But um, uh, one is I, so it's funny, you mentioned the vision board and dream board and all that type of stuff. A lot of people do that. Yes. I, I, um, I don't necessarily have a vision board, but I have something along those lines and it helps keep me financially really focused on, focused. on what, and, and I believe in it so much. That would be the one like tip I always like think about when, when trying to reach your goals is having some, some sort of visual because I'm a visual learner me for too. me. So it works really well for me, but you're right. It's because it keeps me focused. And every day I look at it and I go, do I really want to buy that coffee for $5 or I could save that $5 to go towards my savings. I could, I'll save that. Which keeps you focused <laughs> and yeah. refocused. That's so cool. I've That's never it. put that together, but that makes so much sense. Well, you have to thank Rachel. She's going to ask the question. <laughs> Thanks, she asked Rachel. the question. Thanks, Rachel. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for answering. Absolutely. Thank you, Rachel, for asking. And again, as always, please send any and all questions our way. We will Absolutely. happily answer them. Love it. And we love, genuinely love being the communication solution for you that will change your world. Yes. Have a great day. Take care. Bye.